Hi guys and welcome back to another episode of Happily Ever Henley. We are so glad that you've joined us. This is Ebony. And this is Wild. And we took a little break, but I think we're back full force now. Now that we've kind of gotten ourselves together, gotten, um, uh, you know, how we want to run this down packed and things like that. And so you will be hearing from us more often now. Um, so today we can hop right on into our topic. Are you ready? Yeah. Alright, so today we are going to talk about some things that you should consider before getting married. I know that it is wedding season, um, and I know that a lot of brides are brides and grooms are getting prepared for their big day. We've been invited to numerous weddings ourselves for this summer, well, this spring slash summer, so we're excited for those couples as well. We've been praying for them in their union before it even starts, and I just thought that this would be a good topic for us to cover. So... I am going to start, and I have several things here. Um, do you want to go back and forth, or I'll jump in when necessary if I have something. Okay. So um, one of the changes that we decided to make was that since I'm the planner, I will go ahead and plan out the episodes and what we're going to talk about, and write down all of my thoughts. And Wiley is going to be himself. That's all I know how to be. <laughs> And with that being said, meaning that Wiley does not like to plan. He does not like to write anything down. He just likes to go off of the top of his head. So we're going to do what works for each of us to make this a successful podcast. So bear with us this episode. We hope that you enjoy it. Number one um, is the first thing is who are who is leading them in their single life and when i mean by what i mean by who is you know what are their religious beliefs do they believe in god you know are they um just more spiritual do like um who are they following who's leading them who's helping them um you know are they an atheist do they not believe in anything i believe that that's something that you should know prior to getting married um to someone especially as a woman because that man is going to lead you you know with those influences of whoever he's following so for example in our relationship it was very important that um, I was equally yoked to someone who was a Christian and a believer in Jesus and God and the Holy Spirit and Wiley had been raised that way <laughs> so there was no you know conversion of trying to get him to believe what I believe or you know vice versa we were already on equal playing field and um, I already knew who was influencing him spiritually, which is, you know, in a Christian marriage, your foundation should be God. So our foundation was God. And um, as I follow Wiley, Wiley is following God. So that's how this relationship has been successful. Indeed. And I think just as important as who they're following is who's following them. What do you mean by that? You want to be able to see the influence that the person that you're intending to be with has left on other people because essentially that same influence is going to be reflected on you. That's good. And in a later um, episode, I would like to cover, or I think we did it in a Marriage Monday, actually, where we talked about how your spouse influences you. Yeah, we, we did cover that. Okay, well, we, we can do a podcast episode of, of that as well. Um, but yes, your spouse heavily influences you um, in more ways than you'll know because not only are you now cohabitating with this person or you may have been prior to marriage, but you're with them in a whole nother realm once you all enter into the union of marriage. And so you all have to be one. I mean... So you're going to, you can't be one with two separate mindsets. And so that's why I feel like that is one of the most important things is who is leading them in their single life before you all even get married. I agree. Um, My second point is 
how are they with finances and how are you with finances so most couples um that i knew of growing up they all combined their finances once they um got married and you know people I don't know it just depends on the person I guess like if you're super tied to your money finances could be a very big thing in your marriage and it's actually one of the leading causes in divorce um, and so I just feel like you all should discuss you know what are some of your must-haves in marriage I mean not in marriage sorry in your finances you know if you are a woman and you're accustomed to going to the spa getting your hair done and your nails done and you know you spend a good four to five hundred dollars on yourself just you know to feel good each month and you're not trying to decrease that number now because you know your spouse has to go get um what's something that a guy would do <laughs> a lot of things all men have their thing um I'm trying to something that a woman would deem silly probably okay so maybe like your use me as, as an example. Use you as an yeah. example. Oh, I was anyway. So, <laughs> um, so say for example, your um, soon-to-be spouse has a, a fetish with a specific item. So, widely say use him as an example. And don't say fetish. That means he's nasty. That is not nasty. Don't call it a fetish. Grow up. Anyway, so like Wiley is into shoes. Does that sound better? Yeah. Anyway, so he has a shoe fetish. And yeah. <laughs> people have feet fetish. <laughs> I just like shoes. That's the difference. Um and so, you know, if he has something that he wants to purchase each month, like um a, I don't know if Jordan's release every month, do they? Every Saturday. Do they? Mm-hmm. They got a Oh my gosh. Okay. I mean, so you're not supposed to get all of them. You're supposed to get what you want. But I'm saying so, like, if a woman were to go to the spa, get her nails done, you know, get her hair done, all of this stuff, like, just each week she would go and do one self care act, you know, the equivalent for her soon to be spouse would be in this scenario to go get each pair of new Jordans that come up, um, that come out. They don't. Well, that's just, we're, this is a hypothetical scenario, sir. <laughs> so, if you all, but how much would a pair of Jordans cost to do that? Or how much would it cost monthly to do a pair of Jordans a week? A week? Mm-hmm. So, I'm going to just say an average Jordan, maybe 200 It could be lower or higher, so like 200 but four, four weeks, you know what, like $800? Okay, so if you're soon to be spouse is spending eight hundred and he's like, I'm not budging on getting these shoes each week, you gonna have to do what you gotta Run, do. Right, he's a hype beast. <laughs> Anyways. Um and then, like one every weekend. And the the soon to be wife is like, Well, look, you have these eight hundred dollars worth of expenses, I feel like you could come down on and I have these five just you know I don't know where else you're going to get five, six hundred dollars worth of self care. (laughs) (laughs) Self care. Um, But, you know, if it's like, hey, that is a big chunk of our money, um, you guys either need to find the happy medium in that and say, look, okay, you only get two two pairs of Jordans a month, and I will only go get my hair and my nails done. I won't go to the spa and get the super deluxe, whatever. So. Yeah, that was my thing on finances. And There's I think something that to add to that is don't expect somebody to give you a lifestyle that you can't provide for yourself. Oh, that's good. Um, so just having this whole expectation of since I'm married now, I should be able to... Get your hair done every weekend. You was not doing that before. Don't expect nobody to pay for that for you. Yeah. So, anyways, the next point is, are they responsible? But not only are they responsible, are you responsible? And that's a question that you have to answer honestly. Um, And I guess responsibility is all about perspective. It is. Because something that I may deem important may not be important to my spouse. So, I don't know. I think that's something that... 
all of these topics are um, things that you can cover in premarital counseling, which I am an advocate for. I think that it is extremely necessary and they should make it required by law if it's not. <laughs> the law, not even the law. <laughs> so yeah, do you have anything to say on that? Being responsible? Yeah. Just say no. Just say no? Mm -hmm. What is What does that mean? Don't do drugs. We're not talking about drugs. We're talking about it's being responsible, right? Don't I, drink and drive. Don't take and drive. Yes. Anyway, so, um, yeah, you have to be honest with yourself. Are you responsible enough to be married? Um, it's not just the, oh. I think before you get to that point, you just got to say, are you responsible enough to be considered an adult? Yes. Um, what does that mean to you? being responsible enough to be an adult. Mm -hmm. Back in the day, like way, way back, and then as far as back you can think, going a little bit further, people was getting married around age 12. They could do that then, because they had sense. In this day and age, people are so connected to the world. We seem further from reality than ever. People don't know what's really going on. Common sense is not common anymore. Parents aren't teaching their children how to be adults. They're just making sure they stay alive till they're old enough to get out of the house. And sometimes making sure that they dress nice. Kids would rather have some Elmo shoes than them Yeezys. This is true. Get that kid some shoes with lights on it. Yeah. People don't buy walking shoes no more. You're right. Stop feeding them KFC all the time. <laughs> they need some vegetables. KFC sells vegetables, first of all. And what do you have against what KFC? What vegetable from KFC is real? What have do you, you been <laughs> in the back of a KFC? <laughs> no, but what do you have uh, against KFC specifically? It was just the first place I could think of. That was very specific. Taco Bell. What else? Oh, my bad. McDonald's. Is what I should have said. <laughs> French fries is not a vegetable, especially if it don't actually come from a potato. Yeah. I forgot what I was saying, but y'all need to do better. <laughs> you were saying I'm that. I'm tired of running into y'all kids that's old in the parking lot and they don't know how to act. You were saying that people are so in touch with. Um, social media that they're not really in touch with the world yeah it's just a blurred reality that people seem to live in they don't really know what's going on and you can't bring somebody who is confused in life and expect them to be able to be able to gel with another person and build something beautiful oh Wait a minute. Before that, you were saying your initial point. I just remembered. Your initial point was um, being responsible and being um, qualified to be an adult on your own before adding on the responsibility of being a spouse. Yeah, it's just grow up. <laughs> um, and if you offended, it was for you. Anyway, so, um, yeah, it's a lot of responsibility um, being married. Um, it's just because it's not like, it's not the same as living with your boyfriend or your girlfriend. It's a whole nother level of responsibility, as it should be. I mean, if you're taking, you know, your marriage lightly and not really... Um, doing all that you can to make sure that it's successful then hey to each its own but I know that I want to wake up every day um and have the marriage that's worth fighting for that's worth um overcoming my pride and you know talking through things and you know worth it more than the cute pictures more than the vacations more than the he bought me this or more than the ring I know a lot of people oh my goodness this is about to get me sidetracked but real quick 
I know a lot of people, once I got engaged, they saw my ring and they immediately, first of all, nobody knew who I was really engaged to like that. <laughs> Unless they were like, they really knew me because it's not like we had this whole like relationship that was drawn out and they could be like, oh, you know, if somebody were to say that Beyonce got engaged, everybody would have assumed that it was Jay-Z. You know, that type of situation. It wasn't that for us. It was just kind of like, you're, you're getting married? Oh, to who? Like, they really had to ask. So. Yeah, but nowadays, that's more of somebody popping up saying they having a baby shower and they saying who the daddy. Yeah. Well, that happens too. So, anyways, people would think that I was automatically engaged to someone in the military for some reason. And I used to get so upset about this because I'm like, what? And they were just like, oh, you have a, you know such a nice ring. I was just assuming that he's in the military. And I'm like, why can't someone who's not in the military buy a nice ring for somebody? Like, I don't understand. <laughs> it used to just make me so mad. Like, in the grocery store, like, wherever, they'd just be like, oh, such a nice ring. Is he in the military? Who? Who? No, I am not cut out for that life. That's not a life that I've wanted to have ever. <laughs> I mean, to each its own, but the military life, it's not for me. I need to see my man every day. I was hurt when you was going to Orlando for a couple of days for training. <laughs> it was just, just four. I know, but I mean, and I was like contemplating driving there to see you, even though you would have been home in a few days. There's no way. I'd have been a nice little vacation to tell you to slide. Yeah, but I'm just saying, like, I need, I don't know. A hotel, all the takeout you want. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> I, yeah, I can't do the separation for too long. I mean, I'm going on a girl's trip soon. But I just know that I can't have nobody telling me I can't see you for months and months on end. Not happening. <laughs> um, so anyways, back on task here. Um, one of the other things that I think that you should um, consider are your living arrangements. What are you going to do when you get married? Okay, you plan all of this. We're going on this, you know, extravagant honeymoon but where are you going home to afterwards your parents house you're not asking me that i'm just asking like <laughs> where do you go do you come like how does that you know what i'm saying like people are just like whisked off from the wedding celebration and the reception and they go you know on this elaborate vacation and they come home but where are you coming home to did you think about it do you have anything lined up? Mm -mm, why would you think about that? I don't know. People don't think about the future like that. So, yeah. Um, and I have this, like, um, this podcast that I listened to. And they were talking about it's a married couple. And they um, have recently had to move in with, like, family. And I just can't imagine the stress and the strain that living with family members, especially a parent of one of the spouses, could add to a like marriage, a new marriage at that, because it's very fragile. You all are learning to adjust to being with one another. Um, your emotions could be, you know, everywhere at any point in time. Um, and it's just like to just say we have to do all of this stretching and growing in the presence of family who are going to add their two cents in because they love you, not necessarily to be all in your business, but they're going to see your business and they're just going to start trying to help you they don't want to see you struggle they don't want to see you have to go through the growing pains and it's just like you're my child I love you you know I love this new addition to our family your spouse um but I do think that you guys should do x y and z and then here you are not necessarily leaving and cleaving but just following their rules or their um advice 
versus doing what the Bible says in Genesis 2.24, where it talks about leaving and cleaving, but we're not going to go there. <laughs> we could have went there if you wanted to. <laughs> My glasses aren't as clean as I need them to be to be reading a lot. Anyways, so. Speaking from the heart, girl. <laughs> um, so, yeah. I also think that you guys should communicate about your deal breakers. Um, I've just realized that a lot of people will say that they're marrying their best friend, but um, they're not. You know? Your communication should be A1 with your spouse. There should be no hiding of any, you know, anything. You should be an open book. Um, and so should your spouse. Like, there should be no gaps, basically. <laughs> um, and you need to talk about, you know, your deal breakers. Like, in the beginning, not just make them up as you go like oh I'm not gonna like it if you know um you leave your socks on the floor because that just triggers something in me you know back from my childhood that I never dealt with you know what I'm saying like all kind of stuff that you just never know like girl if you wanna pick them socks up <laughs> all that stuff you be leaving on the floor I'm just saying like there were certain things that we okay so let's take it back a second our strongest, um, what do you call it? Attribute in our relationship? Yes, there you go. Look at you, helping me out. So, <laughs> I didn't know what you was going at all. You said so. Um, we had yes. very strong communication. Like, extremely, like, we had been through it all as friends. And, and I think that's what really, really helped us is that we were actually truly friends. There was nothing going on underlying, you know, Wiley did have a crush on me, but it wasn't anything that was overpowering how Allegedly. Allegedly. Child, please. Anyways. Um, but the crush wasn't so overbearing to where it was making me feel like I had to put on a mask and could no longer truly be myself like used and you didn't do that either because that's just the type of person you are but I'm I've always been the person like to come forward with this mask on when I have you know feelings for someone or I like them and um you know it was just it had a couple of layers to it so it was like you know I like you and you know I'm gonna talk and all of that and hey we can have a good time was that you yes the other day who was like, What are you talking about? <laughs> Where you was like people be in a relationship and they be like they talk, but what are they really talking about? Like Probably. Uh, I don't really remember. You have to keep digging. Okay. So, you know, we'll talk about like the little surface level stuff, our favorite color and all of this other stuff. Um, but that's not peeling back the layers that get into who I really am. And yeah, nobody really want to do that. Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. It's hard work getting to know somebody. Right, and that's what I'm saying. We were able to do that because we were friends, and we were able to talk a, a lot of things out, and you know, call each other out on stuff. And that's something I could say I had never done in the past. Um, because if I like you, I'm not gonna try to challenge you because I don't want you to run away. You know, from me like. Oh, she just she just caught me out on being insecure about something. Like, no, it's not that I'm calling you out for a negative reason. I'm calling you out because I would like for you to get better. Like, and you know, even like recently, I was like, we're gonna start going to counseling because I know that there are things from my childhood that I have not resolved, even though I may be okay, you know, to function on a day to day. But there are some things that deep down inside I think I should resolve so that I could be a better wife so I could be a better friend so that I could be a better mom in the future like you know what I'm saying mm -hmm. and you had even called me out a couple of months ago about something from high school that I hadn't resolved and you were like I think you should go to counseling about that and I did and it helped and that's the type of stuff that like 
people get offended like even in friendships i have i can count on one hand (laughs) the number of friends that i can actually challenge and be like hey you know that's not right you should see why do you feel that way you know everybody else is just like oh i don't want to talk about that yeah and that's where i feel like i differ from a lot of people a lot of people there like when you meet somebody typically you're meeting their representative right most people come in with let me put my best foot forward mm-hmm. and that's misleading to a sense when you meet me for the first time you meeting me you're not meeting the best iteration of myself because more than likely you're not going to get that all the time you're going to get raw wildly however he feel if i'm having a bad day oh if Wiley's having a bad day, we cannot go anywhere and interact with anyone. <laughs> That's me. I'm not going to fake it. It's, it's too much effort to be fake. So, yeah. Um, were you done? I didn't want to cut you off. Sorry. Did Jesus ever put on a fake smile? I don't know. I made in his image. <laughs> so, anyways. Um, yes. So your communication should be A1, and in that, you should be able to discuss your deal breakers. Um, did we discuss our deal breakers? I don't really know what that is. For me. I mean, I get the concept. I think we did cover it. I'm so sad that I threw away the notebook I used to have when we were going to premarital counseling. I wish I would have kept it, but anyways, we're here now. Um, But I think we did discuss it very briefly because it was really just kind of like stuff that the Bible would say that you can leave. It wasn't anything like, if you ever dyed your hair purple, I will leave you. Like, it wasn't anything like that. (laughs) It was like, but some people really are just like, I can't be with you if you scratch your throat. What did you say? Buy a dog. Anyways, he trying to be petty because I'm afraid of dogs and we will never have You're one. You're not afraid of dogs, though. Anyways, so like I, like I was saying, some people can't be like, I hate when people scratch their throats. <laughs> it's like the worst thing ever. And I just know that if Wiley did that, I don't know what I would do. I'd be practicing. No, <laughs> do not practice doing that. <laughs> I can't do it on command. Yet. That's so disgusting to me. Um, but I wouldn't leave you for it. I just you gonna have to go get something done because I can't. But um, I don't know. People just have I don't I don't know how to explain it. People just have like different limits, I guess. Um, of what they're willing to put up with and um, most most of the day most of the time like when I see quote-unquote deal breakers is more so shown as requirements explain he must make six figures be six five nice smile beard (laughs) right you know the list hey I do know the list um but yeah it is what it is i mean you just have to i don't know you're right they are more so requirements at this point um and i feel like that's because people are getting married now at like later ages um so it's kind of like you should be at this level actually speaking of that what you just said um marcia ambrosius is that her name Mm -hmm. the singer yeah um, I just saw this story about her and her husband a couple of weeks ago. She actually is married to someone who was driving her tour bus. And there's an age gap. I'm not sure the amount of years. But he was down and out and just went out on a whim, drove the tour bus for her. She was shooting her shot. They went out, and the rest is history. Now they have a child together and they're married happily. 
well, I don't know, happily, but hey, that's not my business. Is she old? I mean, not like, she over 40? I don't think she's over 40. She was talking in the little interview clip I saw. She was saying she was in her late 20s when okay. they met. And he was, he said, you know, but I was 22. Not like 22, the number, but he was saying he was 20. In his 20s also, he was just in his earlier 20s than she was. So I don't think that they've been married for 20 years. I mean, I don't know. I don't, I don't think I've ever seen her, but I, I know the name and I know she's a singer. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I was just like, that's, that's looking for, looking at the heart of a man versus his pockets. Because honestly... Not having that city girl mentality, or anybody mentality of today, I guess, because it's also it's not like I would believe that men would also feel like a woman should be making a certain amount of money. They aren't as vocal about it though, and I think women are more more vocal about it because of like you said, they want they expect for a man to marry them and give them a life that they couldn't afford on their own. Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't say necessarily a man is looking for a woman to be financially fulfilling in a relationship. Um, as a man myself, I would just want to be able to feel like my partner is contributing something. Yeah, I feel it, like... It doesn't always have to be financial. Yeah, I agree. Um, like... As a man, yeah, you want to take care of your wife, but she got to take care of you too. I think that kind of goes into gender roles as well, which we'll cover at a later date. So we're not going to go too too far off in the woods. We're going to bring this thing right on back in. <laughs> so yes, you need to discuss your deal breakers, no matter how big or small they may be. To me, I feel like all deal breakers are small except for like I said the ones that you know the Bible would agree with or support so anything can be worked through I, I truly feel like honestly like honest I feel like any and everything can be worked through if you allow God to oh, really no. child some things you can't push past not even thinking about it's there's certain things that could be deal breakers that you would be ridiculed for having a preference as like it's hard to have a preference as a man a preference what do you mean don't used to be a man you can't even say stuff like that no more <laughs> that's a deal breaker no. I don't care if you came to me as a woman I'm not saying no. that I'm coming to you as a woman no, no. <laughs> I'm not saying that that's, I'm saying that's a deal breaker. No, I'm saying a deal breaker from the perspective of we are now married and if you do this, we will divorce. Try to change. <laughs> Shut up. Can't do it. <laughs> so Wiley, hush. I can't even never mind. We're going that to the next thing. So if I <laughs> You mean to tell For me sure. You mean to tell me that tell if me I know, said you'll know what I'm going. <laughs> Okay. So, anyways, I think that um, something you should consider, which this probably should have been not number one because my number one was good, but it should have been number two is counseling. Because you all need to discuss not only things prior to marriage, but you all need to seek counsel even after you're married. You have to make it not only to the wedding but after and I think that that needs like somewhere in the mix of that is you're obviously going to have to rely heavily on God um, but it's going to sometimes take an outside party to say hey you guys haven't spoken to each other in three weeks what is going on you know let's try to get to the bottom of this everybody just kind of slow your roll you know 
stop packing up bags stop trying to go and stay at your friend's house you know to avoid the situation and really face things head on and get to the bottom of it you also have to look at can you be a spouse does the lifestyle you even lead look like what you imagine yourself as a spouse being you can't just be living your life like it's golden <laughs> singly while you married if like some people don't realize when you get married you die to yourself yeah. to become one yeah it's like a lot of people they say like their excuses oh i'm not going to get married i have to get my career going i have to get all this thing going for me when in actuality to me you short yourself growing with that person just because for the fact when you get married all of your oneness that has to be broken down or it just won't work what do you mean by your oneness like being a single your, person yes all of that you it's like it's certain things well not even certain things you can't prepare for growth it's going to be uncomfortable because it's new no matter what it is mm -hmm. you can't prepare for that all you're doing is making more obstacles to yourself yeah you're essentially making more that has to be destroyed so it's essentially like a waste of time in a sense it's like if i were to which i was planning to move to atlanta like everybody <laughs> I, I was gonna save you. no i just wanted to move to atlanta so you know i plan to move to atlanta and all of this you know um and even after we got married i was just kind of like i still want to move somewhere we don't necessarily have to move to atlanta and you were just like why and I had no good reason. And it was just like, okay, well, I guess we're not moving because you don't want to move. And it's just like, for a little while, I was just like, why doesn't he want to move? Why do we have to stay here? Like, don't nobody want to be here. I done been here my whole life. I'm going to end up being here my whole life. And you really challenged me and was like, well, what's wrong with staying here? What's wrong with being here your whole life? What is it going to do for you for us to pack up and go start life new somewhere else you know you're a family person you love spending time with your family um and you're just going to pack up and leave that and then be miserable somewhere else all in the name of saying that i made it out of the city where i was born and raised and it doesn't like that whole ideology of making it out everybody trying to make it out so if you go somewhere else you're just entering into a place somebody else is trying to escape right and so once you random operate like that i was like you're right i would be sad i would be you know just to bother me all the time because i'm the only one you know to right because i really don't like me making new friends <laughs> I would have been like, uh-uh, I don't trust nobody. Nobody can come to my house. Coworkers, don't talk to me. Don't even look this way. So, yeah. You good? Yeah. Next point. Um. So, oh, wait, wait, wait. We were at the um, counseling, making it beyond the wedding. Also, side note actually main note was to not include family in you know your group of counselors <laughs> because um family will often choose your side because they've known you the longest especially a parent they you know they're always going to be on your side for the most part and they can see no wrong in you and um, when it go wrong they just gonna get you back 
right so they don't really care um <laughs> in that sense it's you know just being selfish um but yeah your family is also more than likely going to be on your side and they're not going to challenge you again they're going to just keep you at your excuse me they're going to keep you at you know where you feel comfortable and they're not going to say you're wrong for throwing you know pots and pans all over the kitchen you need to go apologize to your husband they're going to say oh he told you that he wanted dinner to be cooked a certain way and you know you didn't do it that way and he didn't like it oh something wrong with him he's ungrateful no what if he likes his eggs poached and not scrambled you're not being considerate of what your spouse likes just because oh well we've always had scrambled eggs growing up okay well now you're an adult hopefully and if your husband prefers has a preference you should have no issue with at least trying that i didn't even eat eggs like that until we got married and then you wanted eggs and i was like i know how to make them but i don't necessarily like them same thing with a bunch of things i've cooked some things for you that i won't eat and it's just because i don't like vegetables. it vegetables shut up <laughs> he's trying to be shady uh but yeah it's certain things that i'll cook for you that i don't like um and it's okay that i don't like it we can still have our different like becoming one doesn't mean we have to have the same taste buds you like chocolate ice cream i would never but you eat chocolate frosties yeah you don't make sense <laughs> Be consistent. I don't. I don't want to know what a vanilla frosty tastes it's, like. It just looks nasty. Ice cream no, honestly, no. Chocolate ice cream. No, listen, honestly, I feel like I just get the heebie-jeebies when I see a vanilla frosty because it just makes me think of Michael Jackson. But he's a chocolate frosty. No, he's not. But that's exactly why I don't want a vanilla frosty because it just reminds me of Michael Jackson. You should ask for a mix. No, thank you. I'm good. So, anyways, with a, with a lago frosty. Stop. I'm not. I'm going to heaven. What you get? I'm going to heaven. We're talking get? about it. My pen is out of ink. Anyway, so, <laughs> um, so yeah. Do you have any other? things i have a couple more but they're just funny you just know you have a bias and try to be conscious of that true okay so like my last couple are just like little funny things that are light you know whatever but try to make some puns no i did not anyways so like air temperatures in the house what degree will you have the, t the air set to when you now live in the same home you asking me i'm just saying do you think that's something that should be covered before you get married yeah and i also think <laughs> you have to realize that you might be compromising for so long you don't even realize you're compromising because I know that we have an air temperature in our house. And sometimes I feel like you don't realize that we compromise on what it is. Because you, when you said it, you said it to like 75. But we keep it like at nighttime. We'll put it on like anywhere between 66 and 69. If it was just me, it would be on 55. Anyways, you have to realize that I only get hot at night so okay like, and that's that's why i don't i never put the air on what i would prefer it at. but then i'm always freezing i used to get sick all the time when we got married because you wanted to keep the air so you don't cold. get sick from cold air <laughs> try again <laughs> But I did used to get you sick, get all sick the time. from hugging all these fake people you thought was your friends. <laughs> no, but for real, I used to get sick a lot when we first got married because I had never had air like that since, like, oh well, I did the two years of my life before that we got before we got married. Anyways, 
but growing up i had never experienced air temperature so cold in the house all the time like if anything we would have the air off everything off and the windows open because my dad just likes to save money so i never really experienced super cold i i would have a fan um in the room or something like that but i just would never have the air on 60 anything and and i just I don't understand it and so now I've, I've noticed one I've gained weight so this is um, contributed to this as well but like now I'm whenever I go to someone else's house I'm like oh my gosh I'm about to pass out it is so hot <laughs> but it's just because it's not like 62 degrees in there yeah but anyways now we got the heat on because I'm cold and I'm just And I cold. would never do that. <laughs> if anything, I would just turn the air off. But it's still cold with the air off. I did have What's the air What's your off. ideal temperature? My ideal temperature in the daytime is like 75. Okay. If What's the I'm, air on right now? The heat is on and it's on 75 right now. Air is the subject of matter and space. <laughs> If it's if I'm cooking, that's one thing. You know the machine's called the air conditioner. You say air for short. You don't have to say the heat. It's one unit. What is the condition of the air? This <laughs> I'm just looking at you. <laughs> Anyways, just trying to get my point across that you have to realize that you have a bias in certain things because. Right now, I'm hot, but I know you be cold. I'm still cold. And I you, could go. You have the air set to your ideal conditions. No, I have it at a compromise, at what I think is compromise. 75? Yes, because That's what I'm you still. Said you won't. No, I'm still cold. It's cool outside today. This is regular. This is pneumonia weather. I'm cold. But then let's move from Florida. And no. let's go to... No, you just said years ago you didn't want to move. Why would you move? That's the question and answer on your own. You just said move. All right, let's go to Chicago. Absolutely not. Okay. It's 41 degrees. You're trying to get us off topic. I was asking if you had anything else that you think people should discuss. That you have a bias. Just make sure you keep those, keep those in check. So, is there anything that you wish that we would have covered? Before getting married that we did Getting a dog We had already talked about that You already knew Everybody knows I'm afraid of animals Not for long We compromised No we compromised And you got We go to people's house And they got a dog And you just be chilling One You be licking your legs Growth One person So I can't have their dog No What if they went away Then my mama keep their dog That happens They have a child that don't live with them. They gone too. Shut up. <laughs> they, are, matter of fact, they all left, but we didn't go. Matter of fact, they all left. They went together. Not with her sister. She gone too. No. Her, her new baby allergic. <laughs> I'm allergic. <laughs> um. So, anyways. Boom. We compromised and you got a fish tank. I still don't like No, it. but we didn't compromise because you won't let me get certain stuff because you say it's not cute. No, I said it looks scary. So? <laughs> you was like, no crabs. I would have got a blue crab. Anyways. I'll get a gopher cat. The time for you to advocate for pets. Just so I could just so I could <laughs> feed it stuff. Exactly. You wanna have a whole um pet? No. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah. I was gonna say shark tank. Nah, damn. Nah, they got teeth, that's crazy. <laughs> I don't I don't want another pet that that's gonna bite me for real, for real. A dog. The dog's not gonna bite you. They're gonna lick you because they love you so much. They have teeth, like you just said. You don't no, want. No, no. Dogs are personable. <laughs> they cry. Anyways. Sharks don't cry. 
You don't know if they crying or not because they in water. Well, you can flip them over and put them in tonic. Why you know that? You act like a bad child. I was. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Is that a deal breaker? What? Being a bad child. I don't know, but I I feel like I should have um talked to more of your family before we got married. They gonna say I'm a great person. <laughs> no, I'm I was just bad, saying. but I didn't get in trouble. No, I'm not saying that would have swayed my decision. It's just like I just wish I would have done that because I didn't really talk to them. They had nothing but good reports. I'm not saying to report about you. I'm just saying in in general, like you go talk to them right now. Uh, and I do. I'm just saying that's something what I wish. They don't understand how I put up with you. That's what they be saying, and that's real talk. They be blowing my air because they love me. <laughs> They be asking about me when I'm not there. Okay. They be asking about you. Your people be asking about you. They be like, when the last time you talked to her? Probably. I don't know. They don't be doing that. Mm. Anyway, so that's the only thing that I can say I wish we did. Um, but again, like I said, it wouldn't have been any like anything to sway my decision but also i wanted to talk about being blinded by love what does that mean to you when talking about someone who is about to make a major life change and get married what does that mean to me Mm -hmm. or what do you have to say about that about being blinded by love so much so to where you're like we're about to get married Are you really? I don't know. People, people's blind. Period. <laughs> people blind about life. What you not gonna do is keep trying to take shots at me because I can't see. <laughs> well, you got your glasses. Shut up. And that's what you need to have in your relationship. You need to have something that's gonna balance your eyesight. And what would that be? God. Amen. Um. <laughs> you can't deny that right there. <laughs> I was you know not trying to. In your relationship, what premarital counseling? Okay, thank you. So get your levels checked. Your levels checked. Ain't that what they call it? Listen, I've been to the eye a minute. First of all, keep coming for me because <laughs> I'm going. I'm going to show you what I can see. <laughs> anyway, so... I'm going to take your glasses and you're going to see my shadow. <laughs> um, I just say that um, being blinded by love, you shouldn't allow the sex that you're having now to rule out all the things that I mentioned previously. You shouldn't. You should have told me they was having sex. I mean... You can be. I mean, I think that that's the most blinding. Stop! You're not supposed to be doing that. <laughs> you sound like somebody telling on somebody. You're not supposed to be doing that. That's what you gotta be. So, anyways, um, I just that's what I feel like is the most blinding factor in a relationship. Um, is that realistically, most people are having sex. Prior to getting married That does not make it right We do not condone that But we're also not going to sit here and act like we I'm going to sit there and say <laughs> Anyways We're not going to act like we were Virgins on our, mar- on our on our married day And you shouldn't have to learn From the mistakes that I made So anyways um, Yes Don't allow The sex that you're having to Cloud everything about who that person is following spiritually um how they handle their finances are they you know are they responsible reliable um you know can they communicate well with you or anyone for that matter and you know all of these other things that we mentioned today so you kind of the language you use and sound like you kind of excusing something which we know to not be right 
What? What do, what do you mean? You said don't allow the sex that you're having. I would phrase that, knowing what I know now, as stop having the sex you're having and continue that statement. Okay. I don't disagree with that. <laughs> you got to put that out there. Okay, that's fine. You can put it out there, um, which you just did. I'm just trying to get to my next point. So, as we wrap this thing on up, there was a... Which you shouldn't have to do if you was married. Oh, Lord. (laughs) Why? Um, I'm not saying anything else. So... Don't spill the seed. I just learned about that the other day. Here we go. You know what that means? Yes. Why you tell me? (laughs) Because I knew you were used it at times like this. (laughs) Nights like this. (laughs) <laughs> then not let it fall Alright um, So anyways I bet it is to you Anyways there is this screenshot That I have in my phone <laughs> And it was basically Talking about um, the, 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 the I can't talk sorry There, It was basically talking about that there is No formula To having a great marriage And and what they meant by that was hold on i'm trying to get the screenshot pulled up now um so they said that there are people who date for 10 years and they cannot stay married past you know a year or so and then there are people who only know each other for a few um months and they can get married and last you know 15, 20, 50 years. And so, you know, they were just saying, do what makes you happy. And I agree that, you know, you should do what makes you happy, whatever. But um, the formula is not in how long you know the person. It's more so in the quality in which you know the person. Like, how deep do you have your conversations like if we can dive like I would say I think what it really helped us with our communication is the the basis in which we met we jumped like right off the diving board the very first conversation that we had and we had no control over that because we were participating in something but that really helped remove that mask that I would have normally put on that I spoke about earlier because I mean we were already there so it was like we're already vulnerable with not only us two but it was a group of people and so there was no need for me to go and try to you know redact that and be like hey wait that's not me let me show you the non-crying you know strong um independent person and it's not to say that being independent and strong is, you know, wrong, but I would put up this whole, like, I got it, let me, you know, do this, let me do that, I'm on my own, you know, and you can just sit there and be kind of like a nice little add-on to my little show that I already got going on. That day was a setup. Was it? Mm-hmm. Who was it set up by? Duval County School. Jesus. <laughs> yeah, I don't know who signed the papers. I just remember sitting there and I'm like, dang. I should have just went to class. Why you feel like it was a setup? Because we were sitting in that circle. They playing the sad music. First of all, it didn't start off like that. I know, but. <laughs> do it really matter? The way it started, they had some nasty sandwiches. Those sandwiches. Yo, you like sandwiches. <laughs> <laughs> know your bites. Those sandwiches are so good. You could have had mine. <laughs> you should have gave it to me. Didn't know you wanted it. So I was sitting there, and I was in the group. I think it was four four female students and then a female like the lead Mm -hmm. an adult yeah and I'm 
y'all going around, all of y'all talking, and y'all crying. I'm like, shoot. So there was no other male there in no. the group with but you? Nope, just me. And y'all just going around telling y'all sad stories and crying. I'm like, dang it. I can't use none of this as material to roast y'all. And not only that, I got to say something and cry too. <laughs> <laughs> right. Like, dang, it's like, story, cry, hug. Nobody was like <laughs> Yes, y'all was. Story, cry, hug. And this happened five times. Then it was me. And I'm like, you ready? <laughs> Story. Then I'm like, story. Okay, okay, I'm feeling it. Cry. And y'all ain't hugging me. <laughs> For real? No, I'm playing. <laughs> Why are you so childish? I was like, yes. You killed that. <laughs> so you wouldn't say that you was being genuine? I felt a lot of pressure. Why? Y'all was storying and crying. <laughs> you are so annoying. <laughs> no, but like, that's not typically how I would deal with a situation because as relieving to y'all as it may have been, for me, I was left feeling unresolved because after all of that to me there seemed to have been no solution as whereas I believe y'all felt like y'all just felt better getting that off y'all chest do you feel it's because of what you were sharing I mean I didn't really have no stuff that I was still dealing with so I believe the statement in which Wiley was talking about this sequence. <laughs> um, I don't know if anybody's ever heard of Challenge Day, but they try to unite like different high schools and stop all of the animosity between different social groups. Um, and so you come in and everybody just kind of gets mixed up and um, you end up in this circle and they ask different questions and then they set like these timers. So we were sitting in a circle, as Wiley mentioned, and they ask, you know, like, um, what was the greatest day of your life or what's your biggest accomplishment? Everybody in a circle shares and they Did they do that? It started off on a high note. Yes, it it did. And they slowly start breaking you guys down. So you're sharing these accomplishments, what makes you happy, um, you know, what was something you didn't see yourself overcoming or something like that is I think how they started to really break it down like what was something you overcame that you didn't think that you would have seen the end of and then I think the big final hitter was what was like the worst thing that you've ever encountered or endured or are still going through right now and that's when we did what was the rotation story cry hug yeah. I'm <laughs> and, like bruh and that's when we did that. Time was going for a long time too. You just just sitting there waiting. So yeah, it breaks you and everyone down around you um, because you realize that one, you see this person probably you know a few times a week, if not every day, and they are going through something, and they also realize that you are going through something. Um, I don't. I don't think I would have. I. I don't know if they had seniors in there. I think I was probably the only senior in there. I don't know. No, there were others. There definitely were others. They had two separate days. Now you could have come to the. That's what I'm saying. To the wrong day, <laughs> but I mean, I wasn't supposed to go to none of them. It sounded was like they was doing something in the gym. She set me up. Miss Hunter? Yeah. Shout out to her. I just seen her a few weeks ago. <laughs> you still fake. I'm still fake. Not you, huh? <laughs> I think it I think she would have been happy to see us together. 
Anyways, we'll see her again, I'm sure. So, wait, we're going back. You said that you felt like, you felt this sense of something being unresolved after sharing. Yeah, and I asked, did that have to do with what you shared? No, it had to do with what y'all shared. So you felt, you felt more of, okay, all of these females, women, young women. Little girls. <laughs> Um, you think that you know we you took it as we just shared this and there was cried about it. Okay, so we shared it, we cried about it, but we were returning to the same situation either later that day or yeah, at some point. Whatever you shared with us, you just cried about it, got hugged, and then returned back to that same life. Do you remember what I shared? Just yes or no? No. Oh, okay. You remember what you shared? Yeah. What you shared? We'll talk about it later. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, I could see where you get that from. Um, but hey, hopefully, most of us have seen the end of those days that we talked about and have gotten some type of help. Or slap them. Mm. So, anyways, we were talking about the formula to a successful marriage. E equals MC squared. No. Hush. Everybody <laughs> must communicate. E equals MC squared. Bye. And if you ask them why I squared, the other C is correctly. Everybody Bye. must communicate correctly. This is over. This whole yes. podcast is done. <laughs> I cannot. Don't be mad. I just gave you a message off the top. I cannot with you. Everybody must communicate correctly. <laughs> do you disagree? I do not disagree, but you are so. <laughs> All right, so we hope you guys enjoyed this episode. You want to break down appendix? Not at all. Not on this episode. Um, so yeah, there you have it. Let me share with you some tricks, tips. No, no tricks. I'm about to eat some Don't tricks. Don't be a trick. <laughs> I'm about to eat tricks. That's why I said that. I'm about to have a bowl of cereal after this, guys. But anyway, so we share with you some tips um and things that you should consider prior to getting married in this wonderful wedding season that is upon us um and again thank you guys for listening we'll catch you guys in the next episode bye deuces that's the two